beloved, you are now tuned in to Three Black Men, a podcast about three black men where we talk about theology, culture, and the world around us. The following content may not be suitable if you ain't real enough. Listener discretion is advised because real recognize real. Here's the hope when we look familiar. party people welcome no sorry uh (laughs) yo i'm trey i'm sam and today we are two black men we holding it down for the three black men because our brother rob is getting it done in another arena right now we still holding it down yeah Yeah. it's it's handling a little business right now so we gonna stand on business and solidarity and we gonna stand on business (laughs) i wanted to leave that phrase in 2023 but you brought it in and i'm gonna ride with you because you're my brother that's what we do man we nah we can bring shane back it's okay for that that's okay that's okay we can leave that one my 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 (laughs) <laughs> no, it's okay. I don't know who it was that ruined it for me. I think it might have been it might have been Kendrick Perkins, uh, just standing on business. It, it meant something once upon a time, but like I feel, I feel like it done left the orbit. You know what I'm saying? Um, in any case, uh, we we holding it down right here. It's still theology, culture, and the world around us. Whether it is two of us, three of us, four of us, where two or three are gathered in the name, he is in the midst. Oh, Vashata. Um, <laughs> Woo. All right, we're gonna have us some fun. Yeah, man. So what we got today, Trey? Who we who, who we talking about? What we what we got for today's show? Yeah, man, just to keep the people caught up right here, launching into this fifth season of the three black men podcast. One, two, three, four, feel yeah, season single out here doing it. Um, we, we've been talking about hope, but we also wanted to launch um as we have for the past few seasons uh in, in Black History Month. We wanted to concentrate on some of the the giants of black theology that we are privileged to learn from and glean from. Um, and this episode, we wanted to focus on Dr. Kelly Brown Douglas. Um, ain't, ain't that something? Ain't yeah, that something? man. Yeah. I'm going to yeah. tell you. So, like, I, I really appreciate her work. She is someone that I hadn't really heard of before, probably like two or three years ago. But I'm so glad if you haven't heard of her, uh, a a good starting point that I would recommend, Trey would probably recommend too, and, and maybe even Rob is stand your ground. Like for me, that that work in and of itself was exceptional. Um, it opened my eyes to a lot of things, like just growing up, um, things that I realized I was taught unknowingly. And seeing kind of the his historicity and of where it come from, you know what I'm saying? That was uh that was eye-opening for me, man. Yeah, I think Stand Your Ground is a great introduction to Dr. Kelly Brown Douglas. I wouldn't even be mad if we camped out a little bit. Matter of fact, yeah, we, 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 this episode probably going to end up being an exposition on Stand Your Ground. I was, I was first introduced to that work in particular in seminary. I can't even remember the exact course. I want to say it might have been a course on constructive theology, um, which is my gem. Like I, I consider myself a constructive theologian when it comes to even me writing, theologizing, big and all that stuff. Like that's book where, plug. yeah, yeah, book plug. Let's let's do it. Go, plug. go, go. Copy. Stand your ground by Kelly Brown Douglas and 
and and, and the Elijah Johnson, Johnson. Bigger yes, by right. a dude named Trey Ferguson. Um, you can probably find him in the same place. Hint, hint, hint. Um, <laughs> but yeah, I remember coming across um that we're, we're being assigned, as a matter of fact, that we're in. I know how big it was for me to read it because I, being the 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 realest niggas that I am, um, niggas being an African word for for king, you know what I'm saying? Um, right. So yeah, <laughs> me me being that I don't like following instructions. So typically, if we got a professor or an instructor assigning a reading, I'm not gonna do it. But <laughs> on this occasion. On this occasion, the spirit of the Lord was upon me, and I actually did the assigned reading. And I remember being so captivated by the work that was being done in Stand Your Ground and taking an event that was so freshly ingrained in our collective memory and reading that event for what does it say about our understanding of God and what does the truth of God revealed in the person of Christ have to say about that event and our understanding of God, right? And that really transformed the way that I approach theology in like tangible ways. You feel me? Yeah, yeah, for sure. Um, that's that's interesting. That like that's I mean talking with you, being around you, like I can see like you're a constructive theologian. So I can see that. I think for me, um, stand your ground. You know, I'm Florida born and raised. We both reside in this, in the beautiful state of sunny Florida. Well, I'm um, Miami, where we Florida, have yeah. a stand your ground law. So for for me, like the son of a, 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 a deputy, Right. Like my dad's been in law enforcement for 25 years. He retired. Um, and he and seeing and being taught like the good of that law, but then reading this work and seeing the the inherent racism behind the idea of standing your ground. Um it was really eye opening. So, like, I really appreciate, I absolutely appreciate, um, her being obedient. <laughs> you know what I'm saying to, yeah. to Kelly Brown yeah. Douglas, being obedient to God, being obedient to the Spirit, and putting that book out because, especially around the time like this book came out shortly after Trayvon Martin incident here, uh, in Florida, yeah. which she actually talks about in the book. So, uh. This this if you live in a stand your ground state, even if you don't, like you should really read this and like we got to do some work to overturn stand your ground because that's not. Yeah, or even so, I'm probably a bit more of a pessimist, and I don't I don't know how much work we we can do to to overturn <laughs> that True. because the the mentality behind such doctrines is really what a lot of this work gets at right which is what's really fascinating to me about dr kelly brown douglas because she is at once a practitioner like she's an actual mm -hmm. episcopal priestess and an academic like she served as the interim president or dean of a seminary and just the the way that she brings her whole self to the work even being a womanist theologian but also really having feet behind this thing is uh, something that inspires me on a personal level you know like somebody yeah, i think too um 
because she's so knowledgeable about like the history behind it as well in academia uh it really helped me to see how and you mentioned before too Trey how like we have laws and we construct the theology to hold up the law yeah or you know what I'm saying or vice versa and so it really kind of helps to make sense of like nah like they said that this is the way that like God's government should operate and turns out this is an Anglo-Saxon thing what the you know what I'm saying so uh like even that just to break up the monotony and it's so weird because like I feel like they they do the they pull the wool over guys and like oh well separation between church and state but yet we have all of these state laws that are made from church whatever anyway <laughs> yeah it's it's dope the way that she does this in particular though because because she's a womanist theologian, she is not operating from any false pretenses behind who she is, right? Like a lot of people tend to operate behind this myth of objectivity, right? There's just one way of viewing things and everything else is divergent. And she's like, no, this, this is who I am. And she has this construct of um, what she calls whiteness as cherished property that she talks about in Stand Your Ground and how the protection of whiteness um, and how the very nature and being um, of whiteness, like the, the, this construct of whiteness, grants somebody the permission to be wherever they want to be. Mm -hmm. And how being born without that privilege or that marker of whiteness automatically makes you suspicious wherever you happen to be without the permission that whiteness grants you, right? Um, that understanding is so very fascinating to me on a couple of different levels because it's one of those things that from a sociological standpoint makes sense of so much here in the United States of America. Mm -hmm. yeah. But then when you view this from a theological standpoint and what whiteness as property does and how that lines up with what Jesus says about possessions and property and how those, the obstacles, those, those present for inheriting the kingdom. Right. Mm -hmm. um, it's one of those, those connections that is legitimately mind altering when you chew on it and when you meditate on it. And that's the type of richness in theology that a lot of times we'll miss if we don't bring the fullness of ourselves. Like, I don't know if you can make observations like that, if you don't bring the fullness of yourself as a black person to the table. I don't know if you can make those type of observations without bringing the fullness of, because she writes from the position of a black mother. Like this could yeah. be, like, these are the things, you know what I'm saying? Absolutely. And you you know what, Trey, it's funny that you like would bring that up because it's, it's I feel like it's tough enough um, just in life to bring the fullness of yourself like on a day-to-day -day basis. Yeah. Right. But like for her to have the the awareness of like, yo, this is where I am. You know what I'm saying? Uh, and this is where God is. Yeah. That like and I like we even talked about it when we talked about your book. Like I like for me, that's always interesting because I like that's something that I've never known until like now I'm starting to see that. You know what I'm saying? But like it yeah. like I love I love how God has people in different places, right? Because, you know, your book, you 
you have you having that ability and writing your book, her having that ability and writing that book. These are works that are freeing. You get what I'm saying? Like right. it's like it's not the it's really not the blind leading the blind. It's actually somebody that can see being like, yo, I'm telling you, like I can see, right? Just grab my hand real quick. You get what I'm saying? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, there's one of the things that I, I've been sitting with the past few days, right? And part of it was because after 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 Dr. John W. Kenny called my cell phone, after he called my cell phone. You know what? How, you mentioned him. I hope he hear this about how you ain't want to do your readings. That's fine. No, well, you gone now, so it don't even matter. No, that's another thing. I'm putting him on blast. Dr. John W. Kenny is also the only reason I graduated with a 3.9 GPA instead of a 4.0 because he gave me an A minus. I'm gonna take that beef to the grave with me, but whatever. In any case, in any case, um, and and sitting with like the words and the affirmations of so many people that I have looked up to in some of the ways, I was thinking about how Dr. Otis Moss, who endorsed my book, said that I was a poet and a prophet, and I was like, "Whoa, that's that's lofty." But when I look at that word, like prophet and the and the prophetic and everything, there is this character that many black theologians have brought to the forefront here in America, where we are able to communicate things plainly and truly about ourselves as a nation right there's a prophetic voice in that way we can tell the truths about ourselves in america and that's one of the things that dr kelly brown douglas just has an amazing penchant for doing like she has a very vivid prophetic voice and prophetic imagination the idea of building this book around like that, that, that the, the standard, what is standard ground telling us? This idea that we have a right to defend ourselves wherever we find ourselves to be. And who is that right extended to, All right? And flipping that paradigm around as a mirror, what are we communicating right now in this? What is that saying? And is that aligned with the will of God for us in this moment? That is really inspiring stuff to me. No, for sure. It definitely is, man. Um, I've I've read I've I've read her book twice. I'm I'm really about to pick it up again. Um, wow! It, because just because there there are it's so there's so much. Um, there's so many different the the imagery, right? Like how you were saying, like the ability to make stuff plain. Um, I'm one of those people. I have to intake. I have to intake it a couple of times. Like I keep I'll I get and I'll get something new every time. Yeah. Um. But like, I just, I really, uh, I really appreciate, um, the that ability to to make things clear because, for me, um, it just, I take it takes me a little bit longer sometimes to grasp a concept, especially like when books can get like real scholarly, um, and I appreciate like the blend of adding in the imagery with the academia with it because it wasn't too scholarly for me um to like grasp the concepts uh, but also it was really eye-opening and and I and as we go to the second half of the show like I'll get in more into it of of where I really want to go of just how some of the things that I grew up believing right I learned were completely just a myth and weren't God like and you know what I'm saying and 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 I feel like my entire life I've wrestled with the idea of this ain't normal this don't mm. feel right 
um but to to read literature to to hear the words of other people um and of like-minded people to say nah <laughs> Like yeah. that's that's not God there, right? Like that, like it, I'm, I'm like okay, so the gaslight is over. <laughs> I'm not crazy. Yeah, you know. Yeah, <laughs> I think one of the gifts that people like Dr. Kelly Brown Douglas bestow on us is so much of what we receive as faith is predicated upon us not questioning it. Right. Um, we are taught ways of thinking and approaching the world that are presented as sacrosanct. And this is the way it is. And it is inerrant, infallible, not, not only the text, but the interpretation that we are given, the way of approaching things. When you do question, like, well, you have a problem with authority. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then what? What what is so refreshing about the work of people like Kelly Brown Douglas, um, as as crystallizing in this stand your ground book that we've been talking about here, is that it starts with the questioning of that which was taken for granted, that which was the given. And when you do that, like, wait, are we are we allowed to do this? And, and you almost feel like you're doing something sneaky at first. And as you keep on walking with it, you're like, whoa, you know what? Even if I'm not allowed to do this, this is good stuff. Like, I'm feeling like more of myself. Some of yeah. my curiosity has been sated in this. I feel seen in ways. Even yes. if you're somebody who cannot all the way agree with or find comfort in all of the conclusions that are being drawn or the points, or the, the strings that are being tugged on or whatever. I think there is something to being filled. Uh, there's something to being seen in the very act and reality of questioning and examining yes. the realities that we've received, you know? Yeah. Like that's fun. Like I, I, I noticed that all of the people that I really enjoy reading have the ability to put things into word or put ideas into words that I can't articulate. Yeah. Uh, and, and so to see that and to feel like, okay, nah, I, I don't, I feel like God is, you know, more loving, right? That God ain't in this or, you know what I'm saying? Like yeah. just to see all of those things come back and and be able to really honestly stand my ground and my beliefs to like, there God go. ain't in that. You know what I'm saying? Like um, it's freeing, right? Like, so I, I'm, I'm grateful for women, um, black women, like uh, Kelly Brown Douglas. Um, and I know she's not the only one, but that's who we highlight in the day, man. I'm so grateful for her work. Uh, I'm grateful for Trey and Rob for introducing me. I think Trey, you actually introduced me to that book, man. Like y'all don't introduce me to this old it book. Probably will. I'm so taking credit because Rob not here to defend himself. So even <laughs> if it was Rob, it's gonna be Trey today. Yeah, hey, man, it's gonna be Trey right? today. It's all good. We'll get on that shiny head another day. Uh, <laughs> no, nah, man, but I'm grateful um, for profits. Like y'all, man, it's it's an right. honor to to read and to be in. Um, you know, the theological and ideological presence of great minds. So yeah, man, what a what a blessing books are in general, right? Like one oh, one day, sure. one day I'm gonna get to meet Dr. Kelly Brown Douglas. I just know it and it's gonna it's gonna it's gonna it's gonna bless my socks off. Um but I do I do wanna before cause we about to head into a break and if y'all ain't been paying attention the the, the last week or whatever, what that means 
when we say break is we gonna take a break in this recording right here but it's gonna be the end of the episode that you see on on your favorite podcast platform because we want to invite you to join us in our patreon community where you'll find the rest of this episode but before we do that um we do want to go ahead plug this this book once again if you're looking for an introduction to dr kelly brown douglas stand your ground black buddies i'm sorry black bodies and the justice of god stand your ground black bodies and the justice of god is a great entry point to dr kelly brown douglas the work that she's been doing highly recommend that work um Get in where you fit in right there. You got over the hell up the cover, but it's digital, so yeah, like, keep it on my it's phone. Y'all can't see, it, but it's right there, <laughs> and that's what it looked like. It'll get bigger. Oh, wait, man, it's not gonna show anyway. I mean, if they listen, they can't see it anyway. And I'm gonna, I'm, I'm gonna do a solid True. maybe and try to and try to get the actual cover on there for the for the people who gonna watch us on the video, which is available on Patreon, patreon.com slash three black men. That's gonna be relevant relevant information for you in just another couple moments. Cause in just another couple moments, if you're not over there, you're not gonna be able to hear the rest of this episode. That's how you that <laughs> Yeah, man. And um in the meantime, in between times, y'all can link up with us. We still have an account on Twitter, but we're really trying to link up with y'all over on Threads, where we you can find us at Three Black Men Podcast, the number three, not spelled at Three Block Black Men Podcast. Do I got that handle right? It'll be a real shame. Let me pull that up before I have these people looking for something that don't exist. Oh Lord, Lord of Mercy, Lord of Mercy, Lord of Light. No, that's right. Uh, yeah, I did three right. Okay, Black Men Pod. Yeah, okay, y'all said podcast. They was yeah, like, okay, three black, three black, black men pie on threads. Come come link up with us over there. You can um find us on the other little platforms and whatnot. Just also, also, before we go ahead into this break, I want to remind you to rate us and review us wherever you at. And then let's can I can I tell y'all something real quick about these ratings and reviews? First of all, thank you for everybody who's ever left a rating or review. Those are important factors in helping people find a community here with three black men but also some of y'all um, are really just haters like y'all be hating with the ratings because i don't want there's no real reason to leave a four-star review on anything right like you don't have to find us perfect i get that but like if you're not feeling us go ahead and give us like you know a two-star or a three-star and say it with your chest let them know like I don't, I don't like, I don't like Trace. Lie to me, you know give me a five. Yeah, yeah, that's what I'm saying. Lie, lie to me, lie to, just give me the five. What, what is the four right there for? You do, that's the same, the same beef I'm gonna take to my grade with Dr. John W. Kenny, who gave me an A minus, and I graduated with a three nine instead of a four zero. You understand? That's some real life hateration. So I want you to remember this real quick. Like as you are heading to leave us ratings and reviews, that I believe in hell and I think it's hot. I think it's hot. I don't think you want to go there. So uh, there's no pressure or whatever. I want you to be honest in review, but just know hell is hot. All right. <laughs> Woo. Um, Sam, you got anything else to say to the people for the break? Oh, man. Look, I think you have said it all, oh, man. We'll catch y'all on the other side. <laughs> yeah, man. Tell Rob not to miss no more of these because I don't know how to act when he's not here. <laughs> <laughs> Right on the other side of the break. I see y'all on Patreon. We appreciate you rocking with us for another episode of Three Black Men. Here's the part of the show where we ask a favor from you. 
Now, earlier I mentioned a couple of ways that you can support us by joining our community over at patreon.com slash three black men. We have multi-tiered support options and you can get bonus content. If you don't want to do that, you can submit a one-time contribution by finding us on PayPal at three black men podcast at gmail.com. But we ain't here to tap your pockets. Here's a few ways that you can help us out without spending a single dime. You can stop what you're doing right here, right now, and make sure that you've left us a review and a rating. Don't just give us the five stars. Go ahead and write out how much you love this show and tell everybody about it. Do it on iTunes, Google Podcasts, Spotify, wherever you at. Make sure you leave that rating and a review, and that's going to help even more people join the fun over here. Thank you so much. I knew God loved you for some reason. <laughs>